Let me begin by apologizing for this delayed podcast. This delay in releasing this podcast was due to a crisis that caused trauma. Trauma, we have all lived through it. Some of us are experiencing it right now. What causes trauma? And can we heal from it? In this episode, I share some learnings from expert Dr. Gabor Mate and his study of trauma and healing. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. To know more about Anna's practice, you can log on to www.annachandy.com. That is www.annachandy.com. Dot com. Hi, and welcome to Mind Your Mornings. I'm Anna Chandy, your host for this podcast. Over the last 27 years, I have interacted with more than a thousand people, both individuals and families. And through this podcast, I want to bring to you what I have learned about life and its nuances through the experiences of people. I have interacted with. Since my early years as a counsellor, I have harboured an interest in the concept of trauma. Many of you know that I experienced child sexual abuse, while also living in a toxic environment. As my own interaction showed me, a lot of this shaped me as an adult. Even today, I see the impact such instances have caused on not just me, but on my clients. So when I came across a course on trauma by the expert, Dr. Gabor Mate, I decided it's time to delve deeper. Dr. Gabor Mate is a renowned expert in the area of addiction and its relationship with trauma. The learnings have been phenomenal. It has opened up new avenues of thought for me. While the course itself is brilliant, I was most intrigued by the personality of Dr. Marte. He is raw, authentic, and matter-of-fact. And beyond this, he is a workaholic, a characteristic I personally relate to. So today I thought I'd share some of my learnings from the course, especially the priceless nuggets which offered me a different perspective. I will be sharing these 
through a series of episodes. This will allow us to go deep into a particular aspect of trauma in each episode. Trauma. The word itself comes from a Greek word. Trauma isn't the actual event, but the aftermath, the responses it evokes, which is trauma. Dr. Marte defines two crucial aspects of the wound, and this is also very, very interesting. One aspect is the wound, which is still open. It is raw and sensitive. If you touch it, it will hurt. The other aspect of the traumatic wound is the scar tissue. Like a physical wound, this is also layered, hard and thick. Its function is to protect us. These two paradoxical aspects, the raw open wound and the thick scar form the traumatic wound. So what happens when we go through an incident that causes trauma? Let me tell you about one of my regular clients. She's a single woman in her 30s. In her childhood, she has repeatedly seen her parents argue and fight. These incidents have led her to trauma and has shaped who she is today as an adult. Now, one of the most prominent characteristics that comes across when I speak to her is her lack of her sense of self. As a child or an individual, when we go through trauma, we lose connection with ourselves. Our authentic, true self becomes alien to us. My client thinks that she feels, but that is not what she's feeling. That is her reaction to trauma. So what is really going on here with her? For a child, the trauma is too much to bear. To understand it, we give it meaning. My client gave her trauma some meaning. She understood it as, I'm not important, and love or care is shown through fighting. As we grow up, we carry these meanings with us into adulthood. And this worldview, shaped from the trauma, defines how we look at everything around us. All our relationships, friends, partner, colleagues, we look at them through this lens. But this is not our authentic self. This is the alien self that we have accepted to cope with the trauma. When we are young, our authentic self has the fundamental need to be understood. With trauma, we feel misunderstood. The wound itself is not understood. So now, in adulthood, when my client feels misunderstood or perceives that she is not important, the old, open, raw wound is touched. It causes the same kind of pain that the original event caused. It is important for us to understand that the wound is sensitive. It is open even now. So any trigger, a distant memory, 
can affect it. This concept is called the rubber band. So the pain we experience in our present is always an itch from the past. On the other hand, the scar tissue is what keeps us protected because it has no nerve endings. It feels nothing. It is insensitive. While this allows us to go about life without the constant pain from the wound, people experience us as being rigid and inflexible. Trauma is not one or the other. It is both the open wound and the scar tissue. Together, they create a disconnect from the self. It is a numbing mechanism to protect us. As children, we are vulnerable and our minds protect us through this. Now, the impact of psychological well-being on our physiology has been established. But the correlation between trauma and the brain is very apparent. So our brain is not genetically shaped in a certain way. In the right nurturing environment, the brain grows to realize its potential starting from the time in the womb. But trauma impacts brain development. It alters our nervous system. My client experiences this in her everyday environment. Loud noises or even healthy debates make her hypervigilant. Her body sees this as danger and shuts down immediately. This is because trauma affects our perception of safety. Our brain tends to either exaggerate or minimize the stimuli. It is because of this that we see some people getting extremely startled by a simple boo behind them. On the other hand, some people discount stimuli. They walk into danger without realizing it. This is the brain's way to endure the trauma by minimizing it. This is particularly obvious in people who are in abusive relationships. When they first meet the person, they tend to ignore certain aspects about them. If they had not been through the trauma, they would have had a gut feeling, but they tend to ignore their own gut speaking to them. Unfortunately, it's not an easy situation to be in because trauma also causes us to unconsciously seek people who have the characteristics of our past. My client came to me with this concern. Somehow, she unintentionally tends to be attracted to men who are like her mother, demanding and controlling. And this is not limited to just romantic relationships, but even friendships and her social group. If we know that a particular person caused us all this trauma, then why would we still be choose to be attracted to it? It seems counterintuitive. But without enough self-reflection, we tend to look for the same familiarity. The relationship we experience as children is hard-coded into us and throughout our lives, we look for something similar to keep our childhood alive. Shame is another emotion that is often associated with people with trauma. As a child, 
We feel misunderstood, but we don't know why. We internalize the fact that maybe there is something wrong with us. Shame becomes the layer that protects us from our trauma. Shame is not the same as guilt or sadness, which are emotions we all feel. But shame impacts our self-worth, leaving us with either a self-negative self-image or misplaced grandiosity. Dr. Mate used a metaphor that stayed with me. Trauma is like a virus. It enters the body and makes the good cells into the host. The host cells then cannibalizes our self and creates a negative ripple effect on our mind and our body. So the question is, can this pattern ever be broken? The answer is yes, yes. The only way to heal trauma is to work through it. All of us have been through some kind of trauma, which is not the event itself, but what happens to us because of the event. The origins of the wound or from being misunderstood. And then the wound leads us to disconnect from our authentic self. And then our authentic self is alien to us. So we relate to people through the imposter self. We need to find our authentic self. So to start with, we need to go back to the dark spaces and ask ourselves, what meaning did I give to this event? And what can I learn from it? Our trauma has a lot to teach us if we allow ourselves to learn. First step is looking at ourselves from a place of curiosity. Why am I feeling this pain, both physical and emotional? What is it saying? What meaning from my past am I reliving today? We need to place ourselves in this space on this discomfort. Because this is psychic trauma, it can be healed. When the scar tissue, which we feel is protecting us, is removed, we can gently heal the sensitive wound. Our body has the capacity to self-heal, just like a physical wound, our psychological self can heal, we can regenerate tissues to heal the old wound. Once we remove the rigidity, we are able to feel and address the pain. We become mentally more flexible and are able to see newer perspectives which were alien to us because of the scar tissue. We are all capable of healing through curiosity, openness and courage. I'd like to end this episode with a quote from Dr. Marte. Before our minds create the world, the world creates our mind. Next week, I will be continuing to talk about the next part in trauma. If you're interested in understanding more, do look at our Instagram posts as we are educating people with these posts. Thank you for listening to Mind Your Mornings with me, Anna Chandi. I'll see you in a fortnight with another discovery into trauma. You can subscribe to us on Spotify or Apple iTunes. 
This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new 